one I gave my heart to Break my heart so bad How could the one who made me happy Make me feel so sad Won't somebody tell me So I can understand If you love me How could you hurt this heart of mine Tell me do you remember that song i do yay i knew you would tell the people who it is oh you're talking about the original or like the remake the remake oh Aaliyah. okay that's why i did the baby voice okay (laughs) praise the lord niggas praise the lord niggas healthy healthy immune systems to you all oh yeah to everybody Oh, my word. Uh, (laughs) Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to Getting Grown, where we are currently navigating and negotiating the worst hood ever. (laughs) I am just verklempt. But yes, we're here to talk about the scam that is adulting, the good, the bad, the ugly, the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, the taxations, and the pandemics of being a real life adult (laughs) in the year of our Lord 2020. The totalitarianism. (laughs) My word. I just have no... The tanking. If you can't tell, I'm spent. Okay. I I am just... What is what is the earth? What is what are we all doing here? Um, I don't know. But we're trying. I'm really trying to find some act right and just yes. you know be present and live this life that we have been given to lead, live and lead. Well, y'all gonna get this good roll up the whole episode because a nigga been in the house for with a, with a six year old. I just. <laughs> I have not literally been outside my apartment today um, and uh, or since yesterday, actually. And I don't even know, like I'm the walls are already closing in. We are <laughs> we are literally like staring down. Yes. I don't even know, like the mm-hmm. quarantine ain't even really started popping good. And I'm already in here itching like Felicia no. Wait, from Friday. And what if you had a kid in there? I oh. know. <laughs> Check on your friends with children. They are not okay. <laughs> I, I was hiding in the closet earlier with a bag of Fritos. I was just it. talking to Kia. Uh, shout out to Kia. She said that she tried homeschooling her three children today. And she was like, it was only 12 minutes before everybody was pissed. Oh, mom agency, Kia. Yes. Oh, I know she was just <laughs> She was just like, leave. I don't even know. She was like, I just don't even My homegirl, Melissa. Melissa was like, she has three kids too. And she was like, she, last night she she showed the stories, had everything set up, the desk, pulled up the scholastic, did all of that. We'll get to all of that too. But this morning, I think maybe she posted on her stories about noon. She was like, fuck this. We about to be feral and rogue for the next oh month. She's like, oh. I tried this shit. And it's not for I me. Think, I think the world is gaining a new appreciation for our educators and the skills that they bring. <laughs> And the the supermarket clerks. Oh my God. Like, don't even say it. I have been literally like, I I have been really, I don't know, feeling 
Yeah. In my spirit. Like, yeah. when I was, like, I did my shopping. I got up really early in the morning, I think on Friday, and went to the supermarket. And the spirit in the, in the store was just really heavy as... You know, I was there really early. There wasn't a lot, as many shoppers there just yet, but it was just the the staff working and restocking and doing that kind of thing. And I felt their hearts or whatever, yeah. or spirits or whatever. And I just made a point to just, you know, speak to everyone, look at them in their face and thank them for what they were doing because... Thank you for you can being just a tell, wonderful person. You can just tell that people have been so trifling and indecent and they are just over it yeah um so i just you know shout out to them i I was really intentional about having like a thoughtful conversation with the person that she was checking out all 998,000 items that i purchased and you know she i could tell that she was just really appreciative that someone was treating her like a human being i know she i know she was i know she was it was really it's really something really i apologize to the man for all the groceries uh fran and i had Cause I took Fran and got her two carts full of groceries. Poor <laughs> thing. She was like, I was like, Fran, do you have food? And she was like, I have some frozen smoothies. <laughs> and I was like, Fran, bruh. <laughs> She's like, let me get on Amazon. So she was here on Amazon for about 40 minutes, placing her order. She got to the end. That shit said, sorry, no deliveries available. And we don't know when we're going to have any. Mm-hmm. So she was like, bro, what am I going to do? I said, let's go. Let's go to the supermarket. So we went the other day and then we went to Whole Foods today to try. That was probably my sixth supermarket run and hopefully my final for now because I don't have any more room in my freezer. I'm now considering buying a half deep freezer for this apartment. To do. I just I'm like completely overwhelmed. But we'll talk about it <laughs> at the kitchen table talk. Let's get to uh, oh, let's get man. to some trash. I'm sorry that this is so much Roni talk, but I don't think there's much else going on. (laughs) I don't know what else to talk about. Um, First and foremost, Idris, Idris, whatever y'all call him, has tested positive for the Roni, for the Tinder Roni. Um, He is not hospitalized. He's remained in isolation uh, and, and seems to be recovering, but he was... I know he's suffering because I watched a, a live last night of somebody who has it and she was going through everything. But I can talk about some of the symptoms. Um, Donovan Mitchell, who's the Utah Jazz star who contracted the coronavirus, said that he provided an update and said he was happy to be OK. That idiot nigga. I I don't even know what to say about you know who that is, Donovan Wait. Mitchell. I thought he was the one that got it from the from the idiot that gave it to him. Oh, was he the one who got it from the idiot who gave it to him? It wasn't yes. the okay. Got I it. I thought it wasn't his fault. Oh, from Ru- Rudy. Rudy's Rudy the one who was the one Rudy who was, was the one being, being the reckless. idiot. Yes. Rudy was being reckless, touching everything with reckless abandon. And you see, you see how we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. If you are looking um, for something for the children. Wu-Tang provides things that you need. <laughs> <laughs> they are giving all the Tinderoni precautions <laughs> and social distancing mandates. So you can check that out. We'll put the link in the description box. I'm just like, when I tell you I was looking for trash, uh, Soldier Boy Soap Business is doing amazing. Evidently. 
It's booming right now. And we all know that young man has a knack for pulling in money. Um, Andrew Gilliam. Oh, man. Ooh. I don't even really feel like I know all the details or ins or outs of this, but I just know that there is some foolery afoot. There is some, there has just been an absence of common sense running amok, honey. I don't know what's going on. Something's not clean in the water, fam. Okay? Somebody, as my grandfather would say, there is a dead cat on the line. Somebody is lying. <laughs> There's a, a stinky mouse somewhere in the closet. Somewhere, like, somehow. Now, I understand, you know, in all seriousness, like I understand, I, I, I get we live in a society in a day and age, especially, uh, or not even a day and age, but we live in a society that's um, not made it easy for people to be themselves. Um, and so we want to acknowledge that. Uh, but full-blown deception methamphetamine and escorts of any kind my word when you're you got a whole family at home that that ain't it somebody is not is well i mean from what i understand he has come forth and and made a statement he is vehemently denying that he was involved with any methamphetamine usage Mm. um but he has acknowledged that he does struggle with alcohol um and he is going to seek help for that Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether or not he has addressed the company that he was keeping <laughs> um, at all, but I think that is just another conversation for another day. Mm. Yeah, but meth? I knew black people were using meth because some of my friends put me on to the slang, so I knew it was called the Tina. Really? Yeah, so Man, I knew know, that I from a little while that. back and was surprised about it then. I don't personally know any black people who use methamphetamine and I, it's just still shocks me. It just still surprises me. <laughs> I certainly, certainly hope that, you know, he was not involved in that. The escorts, I feel like, yeah, but, but mm. I mean, if I, if I, if I, I just want to believe that he is at least telling the truth about his involvement with the meth. I hope so. For the sake of his family. Right. Like, goodness gracious. Oof. You niggas, y'all gotta do better. Y'all gotta do better. Um, your girl Carrie Hilson. Okay, so what she do? She believes that the coronavirus was caused by dangerous levels of 5G. Oh, okay, girl. Mm-hmm. So she used Africa as as like an example of that. Okay. And then also Italy, Spain, France. Like she's so she thinks that five G waves are causing the spread of the coronavirus. Okay. On her Twitter, that's what she said. Okay. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. God bless her. Um and yeah, we we just we're seeing the effects everywhere. It's just hard because the whole all of the all of the news is really being directed towards that. Like we have a few other, you know, political things that are going on. Um, Martin joined, I guess the cast of boomerang for, for season two. Martin who? Lawrence. Oh, did he? Or boomerang OG Martin. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, and then this season is also being directed entirely by women of color. So by them saying women of color, I'm assuming that that is of all of the diaspora because they didn't say black women, they said women of color. But I think that's dope. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really just a bunch of like cancellations and everybody's being affected. The Real Housewives of Atlanta didn't have no reunion because of it. We- I am upset about that because I felt like we were need we were going to get some. It was going to be some quality entertainment. The rodeo was canceled, so Lizzo can't perform or put her butt cheeks on any bare seats. Thank God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> South by Southwest was canceled. Shout out to our good friend Alex English, who booked a huge gig for South by Southwest. And I know it's disappointing that Aww. you're not going to be able to uh, to attend that. But it, we're proud of you nonetheless. We think that's Absolutely. very dope that you were... You were even going to be able to be a part like that's that's crazy to even announce. So, but yeah, that's the, that's that's really the trash, friend. The trash is trash. Just, this might be the trash is trash is trash. The world is trash. Help us, God. That's Help all I have to say. God. That's literally all I have to say. Really? OK, Ooh. well, let's, let's shout out. Forward. Yeah, let's shout out. My sister's popping right now, like. Okay, so some positivity for our episode. A shout out. And this shout out's from one of our GGBs. It's an email, actually. Um, he says, good morning to my good sis, Jays and Kia. I want to send you both a quick email to show you some black boy joy and black excellence. I work for the University of Texas at Austin and the College of Education had a write-up on black hair, unedited and unbothered for Black History Month, and I was one of their highlights. As an alum and current employee of the university, it was really cool to be featured in this write-up. At first, I didn't think too much of it and honestly tried to downplay it. For what? Mm -hmm. But one of the featured professors said, this is probably the blackest thing the college has ever done. I really had to sit back and change my approach and be happy, glad and appreciative that I got the opportunity to share my story and understand that this may help someone who is struggling with their hair journey at a PWI. Thank you for always speaking your truth and allowing us into your world. I'm very appreciative of it and proud to be a GGB. We need some shirts. Oh, he's okay. okay, All right. That's fair. I got the opportunity to meet y'all during the friend zone live show in Dallas and got to IG live with Jade during Thanksgiving. Oh, hey, here's Mm -hmm. a screenshot of my section in this article. So we'll post the section. Let's see here. We'll post it on our social media so you all can see Charles. Excuse me. He, Charles is an M-E-D. M-E-D. Okay. So Dr. Charles. No, um, that means he has a master's of education. Oh, does it? Okay. Well, then it's not Dr. Charles, but it's <laughs> Master Charles. Or Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, but shout out to you nonetheless. That's very dope. Absolutely. And we know, we love to see it, especially in spaces that that are just not for us. So when we're able to infiltrate and, and bust up in that thing, I love it. And I love to see it. And I know Kia loves to see it. So doc, uh, uh, Mr. Charles, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to make sure that we post this and shout out to you. Congratulations for that. Don't try to downplay any of your accomplishments. Nobody, no matter how, how big or small you may think they are. We have things to celebrate. Amen. All right. So we are here at the kitchen table to talk about uh, what we're all kind of dealing with. We're just going to have a really kind of candid and honest conversation about ways that Jade and I are surviving social distancing, um, figuring out what the hell that means and (laughs) how the how the heck to do it. Um, So uh, social distancing is is what we've all been uh, I don't want to say, well, I guess required, strongly suggested, advised to do by the Center for Disease Control. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Um, and, uh, you know, for the purposes of um, mitigating um, the spread of COVID-19 in our communities um, and, and hopefully slow the transmission of the disease um, in order to protect individuals at increased risk, um, and uh, the healthcare um, and critical infrastructure workforces. Uh, so hospitals, doctors, nurses, care providers, mm-hmm. nursing homes, all of that. So um, this is this will hopefully minimize you know morbidity and you know mortality, um, and hopefully uh, stop the spread of this so that we can all uh, very quickly resume um, life as we know it. Um, so as such, as many of us, as many of you know, or, or even experiencing, uh, many of us have been um, required to either stop working or work from home. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, really, really stay away from uh, other people by, <laughs> uh, you know, secluding ourselves, quarantining ourselves in our own homes. So, um social distancing as it is as it is being defined is really really um you know such just that like people are being asked to stay home as much as possible um to to maintain a distance of at least six to seven feet from individuals when you do venture outside of your home and also to forego any kind of congregating um for any social um or entertainment or even business or educational purposes at this point. So social distancing is, you know, the government asking us very nicely to uh, get inside and stay there. Yeah, that's exactly what it means. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, you know, I guess employees who are considered essential, um, people who work in healthcare and, you know, I mean, what's been interesting to me in kind of, I guess, observing this and experiencing this is that it, so far it doesn't appear that folks are being, um, like certain businesses are, are being, are required to, uh, close down. Mm-hmm. Um, more than they're being so like really strongly suggested. Um, so when I say that there are certain, there are lots of people on my timeline who are still going into work for whatever reason, folks. And and these are not just people who work in healthcare, but also people who work um, in other kind of public services. So people who work for, you know, the department of transportation or, you know, have some sort of public transportation, public housing, um, kind of role also folks who are uh you know even certain educators um as they are trying to trying to navigate and negotiate how they're going to manage distance learning um or homeschooling kind of programming and curriculum for students um are also being asked to work at least this week to kind of facilitate those the rollout of those processes so there are people who are still moving and milling about this is really just you know strongly advised which i Mm -hmm. think is really interesting and as time progresses i think it will be um even more and more um interesting to learn and observe how they're going to really crack down um, and whether or not people are going to like get in trouble if they are outside. Yeah. We're hearing a lot of rumors that, that, um, you know, things are shutting down um, in the next few days or so. I know we've started to see a lot of progression 
uh, de Blasio was not trying to close our schools up here. Was not. Um, and Cuomo stepped in. And, you know, we, we don't we don't advocate for him. But I will say I was like, yo, bro, like somebody do something. Because <laughs> the thing about it is like I had a I, and there's different stances on it. I have one friend who was like, this is craziness. Like my son can't stay home all day. And then I have another friend who was like, I who has lupus. Mm -hmm. And she's like this. This can affect my if he brings this home. This could completely, completely uh, affect my, my, yeah, my immune system. You know right. what I'm saying? Yes. So um, social distancing is necessary. And I, we're seeing so many posts. Italy keeps trying to tell us, like, y'all need to listen. Y'all are playing. Did y'all see how we were living? Right. <laughs> Did you see what we were doing? And do you see what ended up happening to us? And people are not heeding. They're not taking it seriously. Um, we, the bars are full. The yeah. restaurants were full. The girls this weekend have re were really y'all were really out here acting like Showing this was out. just a, a snow day of sorts. Yeah, um, you know, going to the to the bars, the happy hours, the functions. I saw uh, many many party flyers and got uh, you know all kinds of advertisements on Instagram and elsewhere about people kind of gathering, convening. I also saw lots and lots of house parties and mm -hmm. and on all of that. So. Um, we thought it would be uh, interesting. Well, I, we thought it would make for good conversation for us to kind of talk about the do's and don'ts of social distancing, um, how seriously we are taking it, how seriously we should be taking it, and then some things that we're doing to kind of navigate it. So Jade's going to talk a little bit about, you know, you know, her expertise as as a chef and someone who's prepares food. Like, what are some of the things that we need to be picking up from the stores if we've not done our runs? Um, and just kind of like how to manage, um, uh, cause I mean, I'm in, like, as someone who's cooking for herself, I'm already overwhelmed in terms of like, I don't really know how to cook for one person. So like kind of try to manage my food without things going bad is something mm. that does give me a little bit of anxiety because I bought things, you know, feeling like I'm going to be here for a long time, but I'm now worried that I won't be able to eat things in time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because it's just me and, you know, they don't, they, you know, when, when stores don't really think of single people when, you know, they're packaging things. So what am I going to do with, you know, all of this food, but we'll get to that. So, yes. Um, how seriously are we taking social distancing? So we talked a little bit about how y'all was just outside, um, you know, but you know, what do you think, sis? I think people are, are, I mean, is it, what, what is good enough? What, what, what does social distancing mean? What does it not mean? Especially as a parent, like as it relates to, to Noah, how are you guys kind of navigating this social distancing? Um, and how do you kind of like enforce it in your house? We're trying to take it really seriously. Um, I did have to step out today to go to the store, especially with, you know, there's tons of rumors going around and I just want to make sure that we're prepared for whatever we need. Um, so I did my final run, but your girl put a handkerchief over her face. <laughs> I had a bandana over the, over, over the nose and mouth uh, tied behind the head. That doesn't necessarily keep anything out, but it does help to minimize coming in contact with people who don't know how to cover their mouth. Or and for me, it helps me to be conscious of how I touch my face. Also how much that. Or not touching my face. Also that, because, you know, 
it's not the most comfortable thing, but it does keep you mindful that you have it on for your protection. And I also wear gloves to the store um, in the effort of, you know, I'm touching a bunch of stuff. I'm around a bunch of people. And so I try to wear gloves so that I can take them off. You take them off from the top of, you know, from the top of the glove that's closest to your arm. And you pull that over so that you're not touching those contaminated parts. I keep alcohol and Lysol wipes. We could keep an alcohol spray bottle and Lysol wipes in the car, wiping down the steering wheel, the um, gear shift, the window buttons, mm -hmm. the door outside, anything that like if you have a, a Bluetooth screen, like if you have a screen where you navigate mm -hmm. your music and things like that. Think about everything you touch when you're on the outside. But as far as the actual actual distancing to your actual question, um, we're trying to take it seriously. Only leave the house if necessary, but trying to minimize that as much as possible. And that's not just to keep from contracting the virus, but to we don't know if we're we don't know if we're carriers or not. Literally, nobody knows. There's not enough tests, <laughs> so we don't know if we're. But I look at I have Noah here, right? Mm -hmm. And even though, you know, we see that it's not affecting children as much, they have stronger immune systems, they're able to bounce back quicker. And it just we've just seen that it has not affected them as much. Noah goes over to her grandmother's house. Mm -hmm. So if we don't take this seriously and we going out and about, we may be OK, but she goes over to her Nana's and then takes it over there, who also has respiratory issues. Noah had respiratory issues as a baby like what that's not being mindful of the people in our lives who we love. So we're trying to keep, we're trying to take it very, very seriously. Um, and funny enough, you know, who's not who? the older ones now. Listen, <laughs> now I wonder what that is about because, you know, Crystal and I kind of talked about it briefly and several of you, cause I mentioned it on my social media, how, much how interesting it's been and the tables have turned to such a uh, degree because I find myself really um having some 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 conversations with my yeah. parents and grandparents about mm -hmm. them you know really functioning like business as usual right so um you know having to remind like I had to remind like my mom being conscious of my grandparents and I had to remind her that she too falls in the category of the elderly mm -hmm. um Anybody you know over saying? 50 being over 60 years old, like, you know, and that's no shade because I think that no. because they are, you know, my mom is active and working. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if she's forgotten or she just, you know, doesn't. But I'm like, either way, like, I need you to to be mindful of these things, um, not only for yourself, but like you said, but bringing things home and interacting with my grandparents. So yep. it seems like and I mean, I've talked to a lot of my friends, you know, from. And, and all of us are dealing with the same thing and trying to really impress upon our parents and grandparents how serious um, of an issue this is. And I wonder if it's that they are not dealing with the information to the same extent that we are, being that they're not on the Internet as much. But either way, it's been interesting to... Um, n navigate those conversations. It's like, girl, what are you doing? They either be doing too much or not enough. You know, my mother is the opposite. This lady is all over the internet to the point where I need her to get off for a second. She's sending me all kinds of updates. If you drink water, <laughs> you're going to flush the virus down your throat and into your <laughs> stomach and the stomach acid is going to kill the virus. I said, girl, get off Facebook. 
get off Facebook and understand that that is not true. Because if stomach acid was killing viruses, Mm, mm -mm. we would have been okay a long time ago. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah. So we're, we're seeing things are all up and down the spectrum. Yeah. (laughs) Um, With, with the, with the parents, but I mean, just, just how seriously we should be taking it. Like Jay makes, uh, raises a really good point. Um, The way that this thing has been moving, it shows that it has no respect of person as it, as it comes to who's who could be a carrier and who cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I get it. The thought that we are, um, you know, re- literally going to be confined to our homes is overwhelming and it feels yeah. ridiculous. But I think that as best we can, we need to minimize our social contact and stay at home. And that means no visiting with friends no lar- no friends groups or spending excessive time outside your house only going out when you need to um i i read an article today that was in um vogue that was talking about like you know the best ways to kind of take care of yourself during social distancing um and also the atlantic published a really good article i'll make sure to include those links in the description box but talking about how important it is for us to m- like just minimize contact with other people as much as possible if you they they were suggesting using delivery services if you can if they're available um for uh going out to the stores but if you can't you know when going out to the stores trying to go not at peak times right you know like Mm -hmm. i got up at six in the morning um or going late at night but you know trying to minimize times or knowing when you know like you know i would imagine that you know an elderly person would not be in the store at 6 a.m or at 8 p.m so i would try Mm -hmm. to be there during those times to be conscious of not wanting to expose them so all of these things um recognizing that the guidelines and mandates and rules and regulations that are enforced for our area are for our own good um, and really mm-hmm. trying to take things as seriously as possible. Um, I understand it. it. It seems like the right thing to do for us to kind of get together and cook and just kind of hang out and business as usual. But we can do these things like through like Skype and Zoom and, and group FaceTime. But we should really just be in our homes like, you know, by, by ourselves. Um, and what's important for that is like, I think what I'm challenging myself to do is learn how to practice self-care while social, social distancing and -hmm. really, really kind of navigate what that means for me. Um, Mm -hmm. trying to find a schedule and keep it, um, getting a good night's rest, um, trying to dressed in the morning, getting dressed in the morning, staying nourished and well rested, like, Mm -hmm. you know, eating, um, regularly having a schedule, um, moving your body as much as you can. I'm seeing, I really love to see all of these little home exercise challenges that we can do um, in the house um, to just kind of keep our, our bodies moving. Um, and uh, I'm challenging myself to uh, take breaks and get active and do things that not only boost my uh, my immune system, my health, but also boost my mood. So like, uh, you know, being conscious of what I'm taking in, listening to things that, uplift and inspire me ted talks sermons music that i love um having the television on things other than the news from time stop to going time. to church stop you hear kia says she watched church on the tv or <laughs> listen well, to the sermons on the well news. church should be like i believe that church should be closed because you know it's just what we're supposed to do right now um and i mean i, I recognize that that churches and these organizations have bills to pay and you know they have obligations that they have to meet as well but i also believe that you know our ultimate obligation as christians is to other people 
Um, so we have to, we cannot do things, um, that put other people at risk or compromise. Mm -hmm. So we have, and I think the onus is on the church and other organizations, just like it's on us to get creative and utilize our resources, both digitally. And as far as technology is concerned to kind of do our work, um, Mm -hmm. So I think that that is a challenge that for for not only just churches, but all organizations, all of us that that are creatives and people who work for ourselves and are, you know, pushing forward projects and businesses and things like that. Now is the time for us to think strategically about how to maximize and optimize on this time um, instead of just letting it beat us over the head. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm literally preaching to myself because today was a hard day for me. Um, it was just not I just I just was not. I don't know. It, I'm just trying to find my way mm-hmm. uh, in this new normal for a little while um, and learning how to work at home because I've done all of this work to kind of keep some boundary and distance between, you know, work and my self-care and my, you know, resting and rejuvenation time that it's now challenging for me to learn how to work again at home. Um, and find productivity in the place that I have designed to be my peace. So it's been a struggle, but I think that we have to figure out how to do it and we can do it together. So I'm just sharing. It was hard for me today, but hopefully as we continue to uh, do this, we'll learn how to do it better. It was hard for for Tristan's mother Tristan called his mother this morning. He was like, he says, I forget what he called her for. And he was, and then asked her what she was up to. She's like, "I'm gonna run out." And he was like, "Run off where?" <laughs> well, I need. I I'm gonna run out for some ginger. He's like, "Man, walk walk up to the path mark and go get the ginger." Like, he's like, "You don't need to be getting on no train, no mm-hmm. bus." Because she was trying to. She was. I want to go to Trader Joe's and get the organic ginger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, "Yo, you trying to get on a bus and a train? You all wild at me." You are wallet. Uh, eventually, she did not go. She did not go. I I picked up the when I went to the Whole Foods. I picked up the ginger and the garlic for her. But Key is right. We have to be very mindful, and we know it's difficult. We know people are going stir crazy. Um, I don't know. It, I don't know if we'll be able to or not. But if you can, maybe you go and take a walk. You keeping away from people, but you know around the block. You know what I'm saying? Something staying out of public places, but take a walk around the block if you absolutely just need to get out. You don't need to go in stores. They finally put a curfew where they're shutting down bars and and restaurants um, outside of takeout and delivery, so people are not able to congregate, which is very helpful because um, people was they they had to put they had to stop y'all because y'all wasn't gonna stop on your own. Mm-mm. And just constantly think about the older people in your life. If it's not your grandparents, if it's aunts or uncles or family friends or just any older person that you care about, any person with respiratory issues, any anybody with immune immunity issues, think about those people. It's not just about you and whether or not you're going to get it and get sick or I'll be fine because I'll wash my hands. It's not about that. You could absolutely be a carrier and not know it. You could be taking it to somebody else's grandmother. The thing is transferred so easily through spittles. Nigga, I literally just talked and a little spittle came out my mouth. <laughs> you know how easy that is? And then so many people are nasty and walking around <laughs> all day long in public. 
you don't know where you can contract this from and you don't know who you can give this to and how can it, it can affect them. And y'all are being selfish. So yeah. despite, whatever your personal feelings are about it, it doesn't even matter anymore. Think about other people and who what, the issues that they have and how you could be carrying it to them and you don't even know it. I think that uh, I was talking to my supervisor today during our meeting and she was saying, you know, it's really been an interesting, um, it's been interesting to watch uh, and think about what this means in terms of like what we're learning about how, how this, how this is demonstrating what we value, who we are, who we've been taught to be um, the whole toilet paper thing. If you look at that as kind of like people reacting and feeling like, you know, out of, out of, you know, survival and desperation that they have to worry about themselves um, and nobody else. Right. So we're not thinking about the fact that uh, we're thinking about we're not thinking about our actions in terms of the mm -hmm. ways that what we do and how, uh, how what we do uh, implicates or influences and, and, and um, you know, it's, it has an impact on other people. We have um, a responsibility to take care of each other. Like mm -hmm. the only way we're going to get through this, like we're not going to be able to be our selfish individualist selves. Yeah. Um, and navigate, you know, you know, the slowdown of this national thing. This is going to require us to think about others um, and, you know, what that's going to mean for us and why it feels so hard and why it feels so out of uh, out of character and why it's so out of, you know, the norm. And, and we feel stretched and challenged in doing so because we've really, really been, you know, literally brought up and taught that we have to, you know, take care of ourselves and everybody else be damned. But um we have to remember that if we're going to stop this, um, not on, I'm go I'm going to need to wash my hands and so is everybody else. So that means mm. I can't go in the store and buy a bottle of soap. If, no. <laughs> if we're going to, if we're going to stop this, that means that I need to make sure that I have what I need in my home. But I also want to make sure that I'm mindful to make sure that the people around me don't have what they, I mean, have what they need in their home. Because, you know, if I have all the toilet paper and my neighbors don't, you know, that does, and you know, they're, I'm eventually going to have to touch the same elevator buttons that, that they that they had to touch or, you know, I'm eventually going to have to. are y'all about to eat toilet paper? Right. So, I mean, I just think if it's just the caution. Now, I feel like we're preaching to the choir because I'm hopeful that the people who are in our community are, you know, thoughtful and mindful of these things already. But just just for the sake of conversation and discussion, we are. I think the challenge in all of this, and maybe this social distance thing is, is playing a factor in that is for us to think about ways that we can kind of improve ourselves and our own practice and think about ways that we can be better even after this thing slows down and hopefully mm -hmm. goes away. What are the, like, hopefully, what can we learn from this experience such that it will never ever happen again? What are the changes that we need to make um, as a people, as individuals, as moms, as aunts, as God mommies, as teachers, as educators, as leaders, um, um, as you know, people who who want to be bosses and kind of like out here um, with platforms and things to say, what are the things that we have to be responsible to do um, the work that we need to 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 do the changes we need to make in order for us to make sure that, um, you know, we are learning from this experience and not mm -hmm. just experiencing it. I um to switch gears a little bit and. And also, like, to piggyback off of what Kia is saying, part of that social distancing and being responsible um, also, I know, comes with some anxiety. I know that, you know, she talked you talked about niggas having all the toilet paper. <laughs> uh, we don't need all the toilet paper, but there are essentials and things that we can keep at home that will help us 
Um, if so, so for instance, I was just quickly going over a list. I told you I went to the supermarket with Fran, you know, went over some things, had her thinking about all her meals, you know, to try to stock up, but also being, you know, to the point where you can store it. If it's to the point where you can't store it anymore, you, you don't need it. <laughs> you don't need to have it. Um, so I've just, so in, 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 in mind, you know, and keeping in mind of everything. And also it helps with social dis distancing because I know it gets challenging at home when you have to prepare every single meal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You start, you don't realize how much you pick up breakfast or coffee right. or a snack. And how much time it takes <clears throat> to do that. like, And how much time it takes. <laughs> um, Kia talked about things going bad. So here's just a couple of points that have worked for me that I, I would like to share with you all and hopefully they'll work for you and then find ways to make them work for you. Uh, so I got, so peppers and onions and things like that. I bought those type in celery. I bought, um, all of those basics that we put into our food and I chopped them up. So I made a mixture with carrot, celery, bell pepper, and onion. I made a mixture with just bell pepper, onion, and celery. If I want to make like some red beans and rice basis for soups and stews. Um, I got basil, thyme, cilantro, things like that, that I typically will just run out and pick up for my meal for the night. I picked those up and then I blended them in the blender with a little bit of water and made a paste and froze them in little containers so mm. that if I want to add a little bit of herb to my, to my dish or whatever I'm making, I can pull it out the freezer where it's not going bad in the fridge. And I froze the onion, bell peppers and celery and carrots and things in different bags in the freezer so that I can pull them out when I need to use them for dishes and so that they won't go bad. Um, I believe so if we're going to if things are going to move in the direction of like where Italy was heading, um, you know what I'm saying? We'll be able to go to the store at certain points, but it's just going to be limited. So I didn't buy a ton of produce. I bought things that we need for the week, but I bought things to freeze. We have frozen strawberries and berries and mango and pineapple and things like that. I had to buy some of the diced fruit cups for Noah. Um, but thinking about the basics, I thought about breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Lots of pastas, non-perishables. Obviously, you all know that. Rice, dried beans, um, yeast if you can't find bread. I know a lot of stores are out of bread. I bought tomato sauce, canned canned diced tomatoes, canned tomato paste so I can stretch things, bouillon if I need to make a stock for soups or anything like that, that won't go bad, coconut milk, evaporated milk in the can. Um, I check the expiration dates of like chips and popcorn and things like that to make sure it's enough where it will last us and it's not going to go bad in a couple of days. Same thing with bread. You can freeze bread as well. Mm -hmm. Frozen meats for the freezer. If you buy packs of like sausage, divvy them up before you put them in the freezer. Put them in bags so that you can grab one when it's time to make a meal. Um, your eggs, you know, eggs can hold out for a few weeks, for right. a couple weeks or whatever. So I got enough eggs for just a couple weeks. I personally buy oat milk because it lasts longer and I also don't drink dairy milk. So we got a couple cartons of that and like some cereal, but also like pancake batter and oatmeal. You can freeze and make compote. Santana had a really good story on her post earlier where she made a breakfast compote with apples and cinnamon, brown sugar and butter and froze it so that she can add it to oatmeal. So there are there are ways to store food and not OD, but also make sure we have the things that we need. Boxed brownies. Think about you wanting snacks. You're going to want something sweet. Think about all the things that you order 
and how you can translate that into your own home. And funny enough, this may be a fun time for people to learn how to put dishes together. Mm-hmm. Or I think it's a nice time for, for us to take to slow down. True. You know, all of us are constantly moving. We're constantly ordering food. I was able to go to Target a while and purchase Operation and Trouble and Twister. We taught know how to play blackjack last night. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> With Monopoly money. If you do not agree, I don't want to hear your mouth because I don't care. This is our house. (laughs) But, you know, like, and it helped her with her counting, funny enough. The blackjack was great because we're like, all right, the aces are 11s or 1s. Jack kings and queens are 10s. Now, I need you to add this up and see if it's getting close to 21. It was a great math lesson, but it was fun. So I think it's a nice time for us to, like, slow down and enjoy our family and enjoy ourselves and i know i know it gets a little crazy i got a kid at home that shit is the ghetto during a time like this she's out of school for a month as far as we know jesus as far as we know there's plenty of on also um online programs for parents there's the scholastic there's a scholastic program online right now a lot of homeschool programs are offering free programs for your children since they'll be at home um, I'll be sure to actually post those links in the description box. So for the parents who are listening, if you're looking for curriculums or something like that for your children, you'll have that at your disposal. Um, but I, I, you know, I could go on and on, but Kia and I just, we wanted to talk about the importance of social distancing because spread this thing is spreading like grease fire and we each have a responsibility. And if each person just takes that little bit of responsibility to do the things that they need to do for the greater good of humanity, then we might be able to kind of curtail this thing, you know, a little bit more. We can't stop n- nature, but we can try to curtail this a little bit more by doing our part. Agreed. So let us know if you have any tips or tricks or things that we've missed of, as usual And as always, you're welcome to join the conversation at the kitchen table and engage with us on social media. Um, Let's talk about how we're surviving social distancing, how we're going to come together and figure out how to make sense of life for the next few weeks as we know it. Um, It is it is, you know, a blessing. Um, for us to have each other and to have what we have. I'm trying to keep myself conscious of that and keep perspective around that because I Mm -hmm. recognize that it could be worse. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful Mm -hmm. that I was able to go to the supermarket and get what I needed to get. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I have the technology and all the equipment, everything that I need in order for me to maintain my job from here. Um, And I'm just grateful that I have the internet and this opportunity to engage with you all. And even though I'm in my room and in uh, this fabulous uh, glorified dorm room that I call the studio apartment (laughs) um, that I have come to love and curate as a space for uh, my own sanctuary, even though I'm in here by myself, I don't necessarily feel alone. I know that I have access to people. You got Maurice Um, behind you. I'm more. My son is here with me holding it down. He's almost reaching the top of the window. He is just so, so big. I'm just so (laughs) proud of him. But yes, I'm grateful. We all have much to be grateful for. It's hard. We will continue to have challenging days, but if we band together, we can figure out how to do it um, together. Um, yep. And uh, we have each other to lean on. So Whew. <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> so let us know how you all are dealing with social distancing. Um, maybe some of your tips, tricks and suggestions. 
And we 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 gonna get through this together, y'all. We're gonna get Absolutely. through this together. You know, Absolutely. unless it's the end of the world and then you know there's nothing anybody can do. But <laughs> Listen, we will get through it together. Even if it means, I mean, we all just going to be here. Maybe we can hop on and have another episode. Maybe we'll have two episodes uh, in a week for, you know, one one or two weeks out of this thing. I don't know. We'll get yeah, it together. Yeah, just to kind of talk about maybe some activities or things yeah. that we're doing at Taking home. Taking the edge to kinda, off. Yeah. Oh, also, if I can quickly throw in, because I watched a, um, uh, a really good live last night um with a uh with a guy by the name of netic at netic n-e-t-i-c and he will be actually doing these stories uh over time so if you guys want to tune in he did a face like a instagram live with somebody who's actually suffering from uh, the virus right now Mm-hmm. And she was going over some of the essentials and some of the things that, you know, she found that have worked for her and that have not worked for her. Um, also disclosing her symptoms and things like that so people can kind of identify. Uh, one rumor that's going around is that you should take ibuprofen because it's a high fever. She was saying it actually makes it worse. Oh, dear. She was like, you really want to try to sweat that fever out? Take su- Take steamed showers and things like that. Um, the mucus, your mucus is, gets hard and sticky and she's like, it's really, really hard to get out. Remember that mucus goes down and surrounds your lungs. So she said, if you can try to get that mucus out, do so. Antihistamines are also not a good idea if you're dealing with this. Tons of rest, she said, tons of hydration, coconut water, water, things with electrolytes, um, to keep your body hydrated and tons of sleep. The same things that you need when you're sick, things to boost your immune system. We posted the nature's penicillin recipe. There's golden seal. There's oil of oregano. There's uh, just straight up vitamin C if you want to purchase that. There's different ways to help to try to boost your immune system. But um, those are in the, those are just some of the things that you can do or some of the things that I've heard that I would like to share should you come in contact. We hope that nobody does. But if you do, because people say that too, they're like, all right, we're talking about how to stock up. We're talking about how the virus is spreading, but how do we deal with it if we get it? Because the because the fact of the matter is the majority won't have to go to the hospital. So if you don't, this is how you deal with it at home and hydrating your body and getting rest and boosting your immune system and doing those things that you do when you're sick, but like to the 10th degree will help you. That ibuprofen is not a good idea. Antihistamines are not a good idea. Um, but that's just some of the things that I learned that I would like, that I wanted to share. So... But uh, yeah, like we said, y'all y'all tune in and y'all check in and let us know how you're dealing. You got us on the social. You see, we've been active on the social. Shout out to our social media manager. Um, we got Instagram, Twitter, uh, and different ways to contact us. You can also hit up gettinggrown.co. Uh, email us gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. And let's just really, we talk about this being a community. It's time to be a community. <laughs> it's For time sure. now. Let's move on to this honesty box, dude. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. (laughs) Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands, I can attest. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are the best ones yet, with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. 
Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and perfect for when you're on the go. And unlike other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. The company was even co-founded by the makers of Scooty Bikes, <laughs> Ray J and celebrities like Snoop. Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, you pick Brandy, J.R. Smith. Everybody's obsessed with Raycon. Pick up a pair and see what the hype's all about. So y'all know I travel quite a bit and I am really also an introvert and don't really like to talk to people. Um, I am able to avoid uh, that contact by having my earbuds in. But, you know, I'm also clumsy, get tangled all up in the cords and carrying on. It's just difficult to manage. But I, since receiving my um, Raycon um, Everyday E25 earbuds, traveling has been a whole lot easier. I love that they are so light and discreet and they don't, and I have a smaller ear and they don't don't constantly fall out of my ear. The sound quality is amazing. The battery life is amazing. I don't have any complaints. Um, I really, really enjoy them. They, uh, they've they been a game changer for me for sure, uh, just because they come in this really cute little uh, convenient traveling case that like, you know, recharges them. I don't have any complaints. I, I think, you know, I could say a lot about Ray J, but he really nailed it when it came to these good um, earbuds. So now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. You can get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash grown. That's buyraycon.com slash grown for 15% off your Raycon wireless earbuds by raycon.com slash grown honestly truly let's get into our honesty box this week you want to give her a pseudonym sis um trixie trixie all right trixie she says hello jade and kia but she did not say kia she said kaya um, <laughs> i'm calling all y'all out oh. <laughs> kia's name is spelled my if you want to just put Kia, it's K-E-I-A. Yes. It's written everywhere. It's actually everywhere. on. The, it's written everywhere. K-E-I-A. It's fine. But we it's love fine. you, Trixie. It's we not do. just you. It's not. You are not alone, girl. <laughs> no, no. We are here with you. Love your show. I've been listening for three years, and I would say that your podcast is part of my weekly routine when I'm working in the office. Hopefully nice. you're not doing that now, sis. I'm sure there's been moments where my coworkers have looked at me crazy for bursting into laughter at my desk. Um, I remember Jay decided to pursue her side gigs full time. And I'm wondering if she, if, if you all have any tips recently, my company did a sweep of layoffs after our founder wasn't able to get funding startup life. Oh, that is startup life. I received a small severance. I have some money saved and I'm sure that I'll qualify for unemployment, but I didn't intend to make this jump so soon. I'll admit that I'm nervous about being a full time artist. It's been something that I've been working towards, but I'm scared to take a leap of faith. Any tips? How do you manage your mental and emotional health being a full-time creative? Thank you, Trixie. All right. That's a question for you, sis. You're also, well, you're not a full-time yet, but you also pursue your own um, I do. gigs. I do. So, so why don't you speak a little to that and then I'll follow up. Um, well, I think that... Uh... Any tips? So I would say um, you have to do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, sometimes we have to remember that um, it's a marathon, not a race. I, I, I mean, not a not a sprint. I feel like I'm using all the cliches, but I'm saying that to say, <laughs> like, you know, 
I recognize that that you do you th- you're kind of being pushed into making this transition sooner than you think. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like there are ways that you can um, slow walk it. Um, I think in transitioning into being a full time creative, I would if it were me, I guess, and you can. I mean, Jay's going to have better perspective probably, but if it were me and I was transitioning, I would try to plan to have um, part-time income or Mm -hmm. supplementary income that would um, be able to kind of sustain me as I build. um, Because it, you know, it's more than just a notion to kind of just say, I'm going to be a full-time creative that actually requires you to kind of sit and be strategic around planning an infrastructure and, and having a system for what that's going to look like in your life. Um, and while you do that, it's, it's often uh, good and wise to do that, you know, while you're to, to be making some money, having some money, not only to sustain yourself, but to save um, while you're figuring out what that means for you. Um, so I don't know. I think I'm not above... I'm, I'm, I feel like I, I'm doing what I have to. The jobs that I have now are all things that I feel like I have to do to set me up such that when, I can, when I'm able to do what I want to do, I can move how I want to move. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've gotten comfortable doing things that are not my favorite things, right? So, um, you know, doing the parts of the job that are not flashy and exciting mm-hmm. and fun and enjoyable, but, you know, working. Because I, I I have to eat, so there are parts of my life where I do things that I don't enjoy. But but this is these are the things that make me money. Um, and having that money is going to position me later in life to do the things that I want to do. So, get a part time job, um, or get a job, get another job. That's just something that you can do that won't, you know, it may not necessarily feed your soul. You know, I don't want you to I don't want you to step into another bad or abusive situation, but do something that can just have some steady income coming in so so that you can kind of plan and strategize around what being a full time creative is going to look like in your life and then slowly implement that plan. I I 100 percent agree with Kia. Um, <clears throat> so like you, I was pushed into my full time, my full time entrepreneur life. Um, I have been considering it for some years and had started setting myself up ahead of time, but I was pushed into it. And so therefore it was like, all right, do I find another job or do I go ahead and run with this? What I did when 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 it happened outside. Of, and yes, you will. I'm glad you got a severance. Same you know, your unemployment, you'll qualify. Um, but being able to set up a, a, some sort of part-time gig, like he has said, whether that be, and it doesn't have to be glamorous. It could be something like Uber or Postmates or Instacart. Retail. You know, retail. Something that will that you can do on your own time or set your own hours to do uh, just so you can sustain yourself while you are uh, building your foundation. So I think that's a a really good idea. Um, Right now, I understand that this is probably not the best time that this happened at all. Um, Definitely, you know, definitely file for that unemployment if you didn't do it already. Absolutely. Go ahead and get that that in order. And use this time while we're stuck inside. And I know this is a terrible time for all entrepreneurs. I like I too am scared to death. <laughs> you know, full disclosure. Um it's a frightening time, but we're going to be all right. We just have to get creative, think outside the box on ways that we can bring that income in. Um and 
you know, try to wait this thing out and do the best that we can to help it to to move faster and get it over with. But um, as for you, sis, Trixie, I hope that helps. Some sort of part-time gig would really, really help you. Uh, something where you won't be bogged down, not a nine to five necessarily. And then also what I would like to tell you is if you're finding that you're having a hard time sustaining yourself um, and pursuing your full-time career, don't feel bad if you have to find another job and go back to work for some time. I think that's important to say too, because, you know, a lot of things are perspective and how you like, you don't, don't deem it like a defeat or a loss. Like, see it like, you know, this is where you're building revenue that you can invest in, you know, being a full-time creative, all the money, like all the money that I'm making now is, you know, so that I can make the moves that I want to make later. So I don't see it as like, dang, I'm taking an L Mm-hmm. No, this is me grinding and building and doing what I have to do right now. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, don't don't look at that as a loss or don't look at that as a def- as a as a defeat if you if you find that you have to go back to work for some period of time. I'm looking at this this situation right here, even though I'm scared, I'm trying to look at it from a perspective of like, okay, this means that I need to set up other plans in place for myself in case, you know, in case things like this happen that I wasn't expecting. It just made me kind of think outside the box and say, this just helped me to create a plan for the future. So hopefully all those things help. You're always welcome to reach out directly. If you want, you know, feel free to email at getting grown podcast and I'll respond back to you. Um, But I hope that helps in the meantime and we wish you all of the best on your uh journey as an entrepreneur and as an artist um and we know you you, you're going to be amazing so much success keep us posted keep us updated and continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com we can move along to this black person self-care true i deserve Okay, so for Black Women Self-Care this week, I wanted to do an email. Kia and I said we wanted to get more from our listeners in our community. So she says, hello, Jade and Kia. My name is Simone, and I actually discovered the podcast while teaching English abroad in South Korea about a year ago. Nice. I thoroughly missed being around my beautiful, bold, and talented Black girl gang, so I immediately fell in love with the energy and content you two lovelies bring. Thank you. Listening is still one of the highlights of my week. I'm an aspiring art therapist, and so each week I self-care by making art as a meditative practice. Though most people tell me they wish they were more creative, I always try to challenge them to broaden their lens of what it means to make art. Not everyone can paint, sculpt, or draw like a Renaissance artist, this is true, but it's not always about what your art looks like. How you feel during the process is just important. You won't always love the product, but it's also important to credit yourself for setting out to accomplish something and doing just that. If you mess up, see it as an opportunity to practice problem solving. Regardless if it's knitting, embroidering, collage, paint, splatting, poetry, costume, design, acting, I feel it's liberating to do what makes you happy regardless if you're the best at it. It Lately, I've been working on a series of portraits of individuals with their inner child. It helps me to reflect on how childhood shapes the adults we become. It also helped me forgive a lot of my misgivings as an adult by relearning how to simply attain joy. Anyway, I hope that sharing this liberates and encourages others, and I wish you all continued success in all you do. 
Kind regards, Simone. So Simone posted some of the beautiful, um, some of the beautiful paintings that she's done. And I, I love them. I love the detail. I put, listen, this second one here, I'm gonna put this up in my bathroom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this third one. Oh my God, these are gorgeous. But Simone, thank you so much for sharing. I think that is a beautiful black woman self-care for the week. I think that's, that's wonderful. Sis, what are you doing for your black woman self-care? I am just trying to, to just keep my peace of mind. Yeah. I'm grateful for, <laughs> uh, I'm grateful to my therapist uh, in wake of the, I mean, in wake, in, in lieu of the quarantine, she has consented to virtual appointments. So I'm excited that I'll be meeting with her tomorrow via Zoom. Mm, yes. I love it. I love to see it. Well, that is our Black Women's Self-Care this week. We would love to hear from you. We want to continue to hear from you and what you're doing for your self-care, especially now, especially during quarantine quarter. So uh, make sure you guys are sending that in to, to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Kia and I will continue to let you, let you know the Black Women's Self-Care that we're doing. Oh, my Black Women's Self-Care personally this week, um, while we're in this process, I lock my room myself in my room when I need to without guilt. So if I need a minute, I, you know, I, I'm like, y'all got to give me a second and I'll go back and I'll close the door and it's my second. So that's my black woman self-care. That's all I got. Shout out to all the, all the people who are with other people during this period. Absolutely. Let's get on to this good old petty peeves. Right on. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty. Pardon if you hear a very small voice in the background. That is just what it's like to be working from home, Um, even though I do that anyway. So our petty peeves this week. My petty peeve, I think I got a couple of them. Uh, First and foremost, Kia mentioned earlier about being nice to the people at the supermarket. Be nice to the people at the supermarket. Keep your nasty, entitled attitudes to yourself. Then people do not need that right now. If you go to the hospital, be nice to the to the workers there. They are they are struggling. Do you hear me? My sister's a nurse and she's like, "Bruh, it is wild in here to the point where we're also like limited on supplies." She's like, "So, be nice to your healthcare workers. Tip your drivers and your delivery people when they come to you because they are in serious danger. If you're not tipping them, you are not living life right." Um, but my last petty peeve is when you email getting grown, address the both of us. <laughs> don't write in and hey Jade and continue on, and don't write in and hey Dr. Kia and continue to write on. There are two people who host this show, and it's rude. <laughs> it's like walking into a room and not speaking to everybody. Nobody's saying you got to go around and hello, 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 hello. But you, when you walk in a room, did your mother teach you, hello, everybody, and then you keep it pushing. So there's two people who host this show. If you're going to write in, write both of us. Thank you so much. Well, <laughs> amen. That's um, my petty peeve. My petty peeve is, is goes to, uh, I want to shout out uh, all of the um, allergens who have, who have picked this less than convenient time to cut up. Um, I think that 
you know, one of the things that's been uh, an additional challenge for me is that, you know, my sinuses like to kick up this time every year and I have to be mindful that I'm not, you know, <laughs> that these symptoms are different than the symptoms of COVID-19, but it still frays my nerves. So I want to just, my petty peeve is for pollen, ragweed, and... <laughs> And any other common allergens that have my sinuses, um, you know, acting like an entitled white woman at this time. That is very real. The last thing you need is to be in public and sneeze. <laughs> I mean, because it is really a challenge. Like, you know, the thing that there's social stigma associated with these very common bodily functions. Um, and, you know, I mean, not to say that we should not be cautious, but I've been doing things like making, you know, taking my temperature and making sure that, mm -hmm. you know, my symptoms are, you know, consistent with my, my, my allergies and not with anything else that's going on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, having to cough now is like it's like you know you don't know what this is you can't cough outside because everyone's going to think that you have the rona so either People way don't bless they bless you no more they just be like they just Bitch. be looking at you like are you dumb <laughs> so right. it is how dare it, you sneak it's like i'm really trying but there Me, are this pollen the pollen count has been high for the last few days um, and my sinuses are upset, girl. I don't know what to tell you, but um, yes, those are that's my petty peeve. I'm I'm struggling as someone who suffers from allergies. Um, suffering from allergies during a pandemic is also an additional burden that I have to bear. That's I'm and I know that I'm this. not alone. So those of you who are out there suffering with 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 me, know <laughs> that you know I know your pain. You're not you're not alone. XD said he's suffering right now. It's really hard. It's you really know. hard. I'll be trying to tell you. I'm like, y'all gotta announce things. This lady at this lady today at the store was just sniffing with reckless abandon and wiped her nose with the back of her hand. Mm -mm -mm. And I almost screamed. I gave that lady the death stare. And then she had the nerve to look back at me. It was like Diddy and the nigga in the white coat. Mm -mm -mm. I was like, you just gonna be out here being a murderer? But anyway. Um, sorry that y'all have to deal with this, especially during a time like this where people like myself are <laughs> giving y'all the evil looks. Absolutely. <laughs> sorry, bro. <laughs> That's another episode of Getting Grown. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope that, you know, you got some kind of relief or something out of this. We know it's trying times. We know it's trying times. Thank you for welcoming us into your home as you are practicing social distancing. Um, we don't take that for granted. Thank you guys for tuning in week after week after week. Like Jay said earlier, we are a community and it's really important that we kind of lean into that community, especially during times like these. So we don't take your your support for granted. Thank you all for listening so, so much. We don't take it for granted at all. We're actually, I think next week we, we'll be three years in this thing. So Yeah, we will. Um, we're going to have to celebrate We're going to have to find a way to celebrate <laughs> social dis socially distancing compliance celebrations uh but yes we will uh we don't we don't take it for granted so thank y'all so much we appreciate you um take care of yourselves take care of your loved ones be safe be smart uh moisturize your skin drink your water still and continue to mind the business the lord gave you why sis uh because your hands will crack if you continue to wash them like as they do. should yeah <laughs>
If your hands are ashy right now, I'm not even. We can't make we fun can't of you. Even that hate. just means we, we love don't even you. hate. But <laughs> your black will crack if it's dry. So just be mindful of that. But don't stop washing your hands. Okay. Nope. Or your uh, knees. Bye. Bye. Or your feet. Or your legs. <laughs> or your bathtubs. Yes. <laughs> all, 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 all common communal spaces. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. Bye. Just wash everything. <laughs> <laughs>